Today's poem, Sympathy by Paul Lawrence Dunbar, is the National Poetry Month poem of the day. Hey, this is Trent Lorcher, and welcome to the Teaching ELA podcast, where I help ELA teachers thrive in and out of the classroom. In this podcast, I discuss real teaching for real classrooms. Whether it's a specific piece of literature, teaching strategy, or life strategy, I talk about things ELA teachers need. I promise that with each podcast episode, you'll have something you can use today. Welcome. Last uh, last poem, we talked about similes, same thing. Today, the one thing is metaphors. Now, before we study this metaphor poem, let's take a look at what it means to master metaphor. And let's take a look at how studying poems with metaphor uh, note that there is a lesson plan, examples of figurative language and poetry at the uh, in the show notes. So, hey, you're like, I'm done listening to this this guy. This guy's getting on my... I'm just going to go to his show notes and take his lesson plan. I'll show him. Totally understand. So let's make sure that what your students learn is valuable beyond the walls of the classroom. As we study examples of metaphors in poetry, focus on the lasting benefits of becoming a metaphor master. Choose the following guidelines. Level one, you should know what a metaphor is if you are studying examples of metaphor. Simply knowing the definition, however, is not sufficient. You should be able to identify examples of metaphors in poetry on your own. That's level two. Level three, you should be able to explain the purpose for the metaphor and analyze how it contributes to the theme. of. The- now, in this podcast, I've provided analysis with my examples to show you what I mean. Level four, you should be able to write poems containing a metaphor. Okay, not sure what practical value that it has, but whatever. Level five, you should be able to use metaphors in your own writing to communicate more clearly. (laughs) Now we're talking. Now we're taking a classroom concept and encouraging students to use it outside of the classroom to make their communication more clear. And those who can communicate clearly get what they want out of life. They get what they want. Booyah. Love it. Once you're able to own metaphors and use them to promote your ideas clearly, you will become a metaphor master. We're going to begin our metaphor mastery journey by analyzing the poem that I just read. Before that, I want to uh, talk to you a little bit about ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's my website. And you're like, dude's talking about his website again? Well, yeah, it's a freaking awesome website, so I can talk about it if I want. Just kidding. It's a good website, ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. Imagine having 11 uh, or more complete poetry units. There's a lot more. Imagine having gobs and gobs of poetry units with handouts and lessons. You don't need to imagine it because they're all over at ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.coms. Lessonplan.com. There's only one. There's only one. These teaching units, these lesson plan units are teacher ready, student ready. All you got to do is print, makes the copies, and of course, accept accolades from colleagues and students. All right, done talking about Again, if you had a website as awesome as ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, you would probably talk about it a lot. That might be why I don't have any friends, though. So, I know why the cage birds sing. We have metaphor. I know why the cage bird beats his wing till his blood is red on the cruel bars, for he must fly back to fain would be on the bow a swing, and a pain still throbs in the old, old scars, and they pulse again with a keener sting. I know why he beats his wing. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Now, this is not a... Students are often confused... But it doesn't say, it doesn't say what it's being compared to. Sometimes metaphors, the, the thing that the metaphor is being compared to is implied. Our knowledge of Paul Lawrence Dunbar helps us out here as well. Dunbar uses a metaphor comparing a cage bird beating its wings against its cage until they bleed. He's comparing that to his own struggle against oppression. He was an African-American at a time where African-Americans were uh, legally and uh, socially 
and overall oppressed. The bird's physical scars metaphorically refer to the mental scars of oppression. The phrase old scars may represent the entrenched racism that had existed in the United States since its found. So the caged bird are his people, metaphorically speaking, in this poem. This poem uh, would also be an illusion familiar with Maya Angelou. She wrote a novel. I think it was a novel or was it a memoir? I don't remember. I don't remember. Imagine that. It's a memoir. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, all right. This cage, this cage bird is uh, tapping out for today. See ya.